Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Here you will hear Pastor Ethan Callison journey with people just like you from Fellowship Community Church. Our goal is to engage in God's Word to find Jesus in the Scriptures every day. We desire this podcast not to be a substitute for your Bible reading, but rather a compliment so that you encounter Jesus and live a changed life. Here's your host, Pastor Ethan Callison. Welcome to the Jesus Everyday Podcast. Every word, thought, verse, and chapter of the scriptures point us to the person of Jesus. My name is Ethan Callison. I serve as one of the pastors here at Fellowship Community Church. I want to say thank you for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast as uh, we are in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 17, with Lisa Sarver from our North Campus. Uh, Lisa, as we, before we jump into the, the text today, uh, if you could have dinner with anyone who's ever lived on this earth and ask them one question, who would you have dinner with and what would that one question that you would ask them be? So I said I wasn't going to answer the question, but then he came back to it, and I, I answered it without even thinking. Um, so it would be my mom, for sure. Um, and the question I would li- like to ask her is, how's it going over there, mm-hmm. up there? Yeah. <laughs> just just to know her, her thoughts and her um, perception of what it's like in heaven. I saw, I never met your mom, obviously. What do you think, knowing your mom, what do you think her answer? Like, how, how would you think she would respond? Oh, she's loving it. She's um, she worshiping every second of every day, singing. She's got children all over her, around her, up in her lap. Um, my mom passed away the same um, the same week that I don't know if you remember, but there was a um, explosion that happened in the day in the daycare. Um, can't remember what city that happened in. But anyways, multiple, mm-hmm. multiple children um, were killed. It, it was a it was a terrorist mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and we all laughed and said, Mama got there just in time to be there to welcome those little babies mm-hmm. home because that's what she would be doing. And we say that, you know, I, I shared earlier in this week about Lindsay's infertility. And, and it is an incredible comfort for mm-hmm. her to think that um, Grandma has... Those great grandbabies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great grand. Um, so she is definitely holding all those great grandbabies and every other baby that might be there or every other child that might be there. Um, and uh, she is praising Jesus. I know she is singing. Like in the, the hope of Jesus to know that like even in the pain of Lindsay that y'all have gone through, like that your mom is holding, mm-hmm. got to meet Mm-hmm. Her great grandkids. Yeah, she just Lindsay's a little jealous over that. <laughs> <laughs> she has expressed that. They and Dad, you know, yeah. Dad went in yep. February yep. and she lost one shortly before. You know, shortly, mm. and she's like, "Well, I'm I'm a little jealous that they're getting to see them before me." <laughs> but man, what truth? That's a soul. That's a body. Those created man. They're made in the image of God. All right, as we open up here, Matthew 17, what was the verse that the Holy Spirit led you to that illuminated you, illuminated to you and that you uh, highlighted and wrote down today? So the first 13 verses talks about the transfiguration. I'm just going to read the first three. Six days later, Jesus took Peter and the two brothers, James and John, and led them up a high mountain to be alone. As the men watched, Jesus' appeared, appearance changed and transformed so that his face shone like the sun and his clothes became as white as light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared and began talking with Jesus. Oh, this is such a cool text. Uh, can you explain what's happening here with Jesus and three of his disciples? So um, he's taken these disciples up. I think they thought they, you know, Jesus liked to go away and pray. Mm-hmm. And I think they thought we, they were off for just another little prayer adventure. Mm, little prayer retreat. Little prayer retreat here. We're going up this mountain. And then Jesus 
transforms in front of them. Mm -hmm. And people from the past, historical people that would have represented, um, you know, the Jewish faith prior to Jesus and that proclaiming who he was going to be, um, are appearing. And, um, I just can't imagine what those disciples felt in that moment. Um, well, I know they, they were scared and they fell down on the ground, but mm-hmm. you know, um, um, and then I should have probably read this verse too, but, and then God says, God's mm-hmm. voice says, this is my dearly loved son who brings me great joy. Listen to him. Mm-hmm. And that's when they fell down on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I would have too. Mm-hmm. So I know you mentioned it, that uh, Moses and Elijah, if you don't know, Moses represents the law and Elijah represents the prophets. So even when you see in the scriptures, when to say like Jesus is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets, that's what you're seeing here, uh, the representation there. Uh, and I know, Lisa, you may have heard it. We like to pick on Peter. I don't know why we do. I think most of us might be relate to Peter I more than any. True. Yeah, we, we like to, to pick on him. And it's like, Peter, you spoke up. You should have just made it quiet. But if we understand the Jewishness of Christ and what Peter's seeing here, uh, he says, shall we build a tent for you or a tabernacle? Because he thinks that... Yeah. Like the kingdom of God is now coming down to heaven and the Romans are about to be destroyed. So he's like, let's build you a tabernacle, the temple, the place for you you to dwell. So it's actually like, no, Peter's really smart. Like he wasn't an idiot here. He was, he was actually really smart. He understood the scriptures. Um, so what do you think are some A application points for believers and followers of Jesus uh, in this text? So I just re- think that um, when you reflect on what what was happening here, um, for me, it's that the principle is this is real. Mm-hmm. This 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 thing, this person, Jesus, is real. He's been prophesied. He prophesied. He's been um, talked about for ages, um, and here he is in flesh and blood that we're seeing, mm-hmm. and it's God. It's God in in human form, and I think the application is just um, to to be aware of the person of Jesus and the power um, that that He has. Mm-hmm. Even when you look at this, um, you mentioned that God speaks here. This is my beloved Son. This is the second time that God speaks audibly. Uh, the first was at His baptism, which is the people would say, "Well, Jesus never proclaims to be God." Well, he does, and I can argue that. But here, God the Father himself declares that he, he is, that he, that he yeah. is God. Yeah. So Jesus doesn't have to say it, but yeah, that's good. Um, what are some? What was the Holy Spirit calling you to in your, your personal response to the text? I think um, for me personally, this just really makes me um, want to sit in... Um, who who Jesus is the son of the son of God mm-hmm. the son of God um, and um, when when we're thinking about um, Jesus God saying this is my son um, I mean these were I mean these people Moses and Elijah you know up until this point nobody has seen nobody before this has seen that God, seeing mm-hmm. full glory of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're getting to see that because Jesus is God. Mm. Um, and and then they hear God's voice with that. I, I just think the apply is be in awe. Yeah. Just be in awe mm. 
of who God is and and who Jesus is and that they desire a personal relationship with each and every one of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's overwhelming, mm-hmm. overwhelming to me um, that they want that and they offer that and it's available to everybody. Yeah. I never, to you said, I never, I don't know why I never connected the dots, but you have Moses who does see the, 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 the tail of this trail. Right. And then but see it his full glory. No. And then Elijah sees it right after he has the, all the, um, the 200 prophets of Baal killed and destroyed. And then they're after him. So he hides in the cave and there he sees the tail end of God as well. And it says, I wasn't in the wind, I wasn't in the fire, I wasn't in the thunderstorms, I was, it was the still small voice that I was in. But both of those men saw a piece of God. But now they see full. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful, full. Lisa. Beautiful. And it just, the, the scriptures are powerful. They're connecting. Love it. I hope you're seeing these things as too, as well as you're walking through the scripture. I think it's a, a neither beautiful thing to see as you read the scriptures Every time you read them, every time you walk through them, you're going to see nuances. You're going to see things you hadn't seen before. That's why 1 Corinthians tells us that it's from glory to glory, like looking in the facet of a diamond just from one little different angle. We see something more beautiful of who God is. They're not dead words on a page. It's the living, breathing word of God that the Spirit illuminates in our lives. And that's why we want to do this Jesus Everyday Podcast. Thank you for joining us here today on the Jesus Everyday Podcast.